0: Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Construction begins and fence materials have been selected for the Natchez Trace Bridge. Ever wanted to fish on the Tennessee waters but
1: didn't want to pay for a fishing license? Well, on Saturday, you can fish for free.
0: Plus, updated details get released for the Entertainment District of the Nashville Yards. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily.
1: You're thinking Nashville, think Brad. He's got you covered. Brad Reynolds is a Nashville based realtor closing in on $200 million in sales and knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. You can reach out to Brad at thinkbrad.com. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, Think Brad. A lot of helpful information on there. And follow him on Instagram at Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. Do these three things and you'll be in a prime position for some giveaways starting in July. They do a lot of giveaways. Make sure to follow them. Think Brad and uh, he'll appear.
0: I didn't happen. I didn't think that this was going to happen as soon as it's happening. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we announced that they're going to be putting up the safety barriers at the Natchez Trace Double Arch Bridge. But it was
1: even. At the, the, I think the reason that we thought that was because they're like, "Hey, we want to know like what kind of materials like yeah, th- like survey. we want, we 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 want, want survey your, stuff. Yeah,
0: we want your feedback on what and, to and do.
1: Usually, that means like a long time from then. that yes. yeah, they're gonna action is going to start on that, but that that's not the case for the Natchez Trace. Fridge and, and its safety barrier.
0: Yeah, and so this started on Monday. This is construction of just a temporary barrier before they finalize decisions on a main barrier. Uh, but motorists and uh, bikerless, uh, as I say, people that ride bikes uh, <laughs> should expect I, one lane closures. I'm a
1: bicyclist, I am fine with that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> ten
0: to fifteen minute traffic delays and bird song. Hilo uh, puts pullouts to be closed. Uh, so and all so that area is going to be basically shut down for a while.
1: That birdsong hollows is essentially like that little parking lot. That's close to the trace. Correct. Where yes. You can correct. Kind of park there and then walk over to the trace. Yes. So that's uh. Let, let's, let's go to Greg, the Google guy,
0: Greg, the Google guy. On location,
1: always putting in the work. He never always knows when he's going to get work. a call from us. He said last and time
0: he was up here, he made a mistake. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is You the reason they're putting this fence on eh, um, maybe. So uh this is, if you've never seen the Natchez Trace Bridge Parkway, if you're listening on audio, this is running along Highway 96. It goes over Highway 96. that leads from the, the past kind of Bellevue area. Uh, if you keep going past Loveless Cafe, way past Loveless Cafe on Highway 100, you take a left on 96, it takes you down to Franklin. And then the Natchez Trace Parkway also starts at Loveless Cafe. And goes the bridge goes over to Double Arch Bridge, to beautiful Double Arch Bridge. It goes over... Highway
0: ninety six. Oh, uh, Greg, what are you doing,
1: Greg? Okay, so l- show the okay. so the the top of the bridge. So, so
0: this is the top of the this bridge. is the top
1: of the bridge. So you can kind of see how high this is. Yeah, a little bit from there. There's Greg's shadow a little bit. a Little bit. He's he's kind of crooked
0: when he's taking this. I think he was on a selfie pole. Yeah, probably. I don't know what Greg is doing.
1: Yeah, so that's that's the bridge. Um, and so they're they're going to be building a uh, uh, a safety. I'm going to get you out of that situation, Greg. There you go. Um the safety temporary right now um it's going to be a ch- is is this
0: this is the, the temporary the one the
1: temporary one is going to be if i'm reading this correctly a chain link fence topped with barbed wire that's the temporary solution that's the temporary solution it's going to look like it, it's i'm not a huge fan of this but uh it looks like a little bit better what it sounds like it sounds like when they say chain link fence with barbed wire that like you're outside of like a military facility or something yeah, like yeah. that or a prison, um, but it's going to look a little bit better than that. Here's some some renderings that we will uh, throw up on the screen from the national parks. Uh, yeah, So
0: this is coming from WKRN the, as well. These are
1: some examples of, of previous things that the national parks have done to kind of give an idea of this. So it looks a little bit better. Um, then like what would be outside
0: of, of a military complex or something. Yeah. But the, it's going to be a straight fence with a barbed wire on top. I really like this curved fence.
1: I like the curved fence. Yeah. Because it, it, it might not uh, obstruct the view as much as a large chain link fence. The, yeah. the, the curve is nice. As long as they don't do something that is along the lines of what they did for the bridge in the, the gulch that went over to oh
0: that bridge is awful.
1: Yeah, that that went over to uh uh Silbro, yeah, yeah, Pie Town, yeah. That was that was terrible. That was to that was such a great destroyed like, the downtown views. That would have been from an, yeah. that bridge.
0: Um, so you can actually leave commentary. Uh, we have that in our show notes, so you can actually leave commentary on what type of fence should be on the Natchez Trace Bridge. Okay, so this is pretty cool. Uh, Tennesseans on
1: uh, this upcoming Saturday, I believe, yeah, according to Fox 17, you can fish on Tennessee waterways for free. You don't have to get a a a permit, or you can because you can normally get a one year, one day day. permit. You can get all kinds of different permits, uh, but you can fish for free without a license uh, in Tennessee public waters this Saturday. This is being reported by Fox 17. The Tennessee Wildlife Resource Resources Agency is providing the 2022 Free Fishing Day on June 11th in hope of increasing interest in fishing. The day allows anyone the opportunity to try this great outdoor sport to celebrate fishing as a wholesome and healthy recreational opportunity. Fi- children uh, children ages 15 and younger may fish without a license beginning uh, on Free Fishing Day and can actually extend that from June 11th through June 17th. So, free fishing week for yeah,
0: kids. For kids. Uh, several thousand pounds of fish are stocked annually by the W or TWRA. Free fishing day and week applied to Tennessee public waters, uh, TWRA, owned and operated <laughs> so lakes,
1: and state parks facilities. <laughs> you can't go to your neighbor's pond. Yeah, just go uh, to your neighbor's for, pond. But you, no,
0: you can't do that. Oh, you can't. You no. Know, can't you just uh, fish in your neighbor's pond for free, anyways? Well, you have to ask him. Oh, it's private. Or just show up and fish. Uh, no. And then no. fillet the fish. And then cook the fish, only and then with, offer him dinner. Only, only with permission. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of food, uh, <laughs> I have to talk about my experience at West Coast Taco shop. We went to Rutledge Falls last weekend, and I was just craving a burrito. And I'm just like, I just want West Coast Taco because the Oscars near near my house close is closed on Saturdays and Sundays, and yep. it's unfortunate. And so I went to West Coast, and I had the San Diego burrito. Which has mm. steak inside of it, French fries, guacamole, and yep. sour cream, and then something else I can't remember. I think it's like a pico de gallo. Okay, uh, but then I also had their chips and queso. Just a great experience after hiking a little bit.
1: Did you did you call ahead? Oh yeah. Did you uh, did you get it as soon as you walked in?
0: Yep. <laughs> they. <laughs> I called that. them. I called them. So I left downtown Nashville. I called them, and they're like, "It's going to be twenty minutes." I'm like, "No, it's not." So I get there in like 10 <laughs> minutes and then my food is just already done. So there
1: you go. Yeah. Uh, I recently went to Cinco de Mayo, uh, went to their West Nashville location right off of white bridge. And uh, dude, we, both you and I have been on a fast food streak. Not that That's we're eating awful. fast food. No, 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 no. Not that we're eating fast oh. food, but the food is coming out fast. Oh Yeah but it is awful. Cause I have been eating fast food a
0: couple times this last week.
1: Too. Um, but so, but that happened at Cinco de Mayo again, I, before I could have a couple chips and salsa, which are incredible. there. Uh, food was on the table. Wow. And it was, it was amazing. I, 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 their food is great. It's consistent across all their locations in Nashville and it's fast. Yeah. All right. Let's head over to explores Nashville tip of the day.
0: For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to head to the Luke Combs concert at BMI, but I just looked at their website and tickets are sold out. So if you have tickets, (laughs) congratulations. So this is the interesting
1: part about the location that they'll be in. Mm -hmm. You may be able to uh, sneak a peek with their location because they don't have risers. It's just a closed off street. Yep. So you
0: may be able to just walk up to Mumbry and you're, you're gonna be able to if you just hang out you walk on to Mumbry and you can hear the show somebody might let you in yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> you may get a hotel room or just walk into the hotel you could probably still hear the show so you may yeah yeah but while I'd you're over while you're in over in that area probably another place you can hear the show is Tailgate Brewery so yeah uh, they have had their half-off pizzas on Wednesdays uh, so go get yourself a half- off pie from Tailgates and then go listen to Luke Combs. there you go sounds like a
1: good afternoon. Uh, So head over to that way. That's the Mumberine Hill and uh, Music Row in Midtown. That is Explore's Nashville tip of the day.
0: episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Bowtie Barber Club. They're located in the heart of Donaldson. If you're looking for a great place to get a haircut, I've been going to this location for years. Uh, they treat my beard really, really well, and that's what matters to me the most.
1: Yeah, and it uh, keeps me from, uh, I, I wear a hat a lot less often now. Yes, you since, do. Since uh, since I've been getting my haircut there, it's kind of nice. Uh, I, will, I will have to admit that it's pretty nice. If you want to check them out, bowtiebarberclub.com.
0: All right. So let's talk about some development news in Nashville. This is a topic that we talk about quite often here on this podcast, like at least once a week. <laughs> and, and that's be, it's, it's, it's deserved. It's, it's well-deserved.
1: Uh, Nashville is growing at a tremendous rate. And honestly, if we put it off, uh, then we would be spending an entire week. If we did like a once a month development news update, it would be, uh, it, would it would be, be a, a full an week. Entire, it'd be it'd, exactly. Yeah. It'd be a full week of development news. And so let's see what's coming up because this is a very, uh, diverse diversity as far as neighborhoods, uh, in what we're seeing in development news, it's spanning a lot of Nashville, uh, we're going to be talking about one of the first we're going to be talking about one of the uh, most thriving neighborhoods for locals here in Nashville.
0: Yeah. So this neighborhood is called Wedgwood, Houston, and they just announced a farmer's market that's going to be on Thursday nights in Wedgwood, Houston, starting wow. June 16th, I believe. Uh, so that's really awesome. And, and Wedgwood, Houston, sorry to interrupt, Wedgewood Houston, I think
1: they're going to be really the king of, of if um, really the art crawls now, because uh, during this. Uh, redoing of the arcade, the arcade, which, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about um, a little bit later uh they're, they're not really participating in the art crawl.
0: Yeah. It's uh, really interesting. There's a lot of controversy behind that. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll get somebody on the show to talk about that, but yeah. a place in Wedgwood, Houston, where the art crawl historically happened is a, the track one building. And this is right off of fourth uh, Avenue and chestnut street. I think we need to get Greg, the Google guy putting in the uh, work perking the work. He was, uh, he
1: was at the Natchez trace. Do you think, he, I don't know if he's going to make it in time I, uh, through through Nashville traffic. He, he just, he has this teleportation power that
0: just, So, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he's fascinating. He's, he's, to he's good. That's the reason why we hired him. Uh, so a little bit about the history of this place. Track one, it was built in 1924. This is according to the National Business Journal. It was once a feed and seed warehouse, but was eventually adapted into retail and office space. It currently houses more than 25 tenants and galleries. We've got it pulled up. I'll, I'll finish talking about this while we take a look at it. Um, it. It currently houses more than 25 tenants and galleries, including Artisan Guitars, Greenlight Medical, and others, according to the website. Its most recent innovation took place in 2019, according to a LoopNet listing. Uh, Zoller's purchase, so this this place was purchased uh, for $18.1 million for the neighborhood's 27,000 square foot building, uh, which is crazy to think about.
0: Well, how big is their parking lot? That's the bigger question.
1: I mean, do they, do they also own the parking lot too? Parking lot is that's a that's a fancy thing to have now in Nashville. It if is you have a
0: parking lot. The the interesting <laughs> thing is, is, I don't think this building's old enough for it to be like on a historic like type thing. So it's close. The, 20, the question twenty twenty four. It's close. The the question is, is it will it be knocked down? I... I don't think so I'm gonna
1: say no with, with as many look at look at how fancy that is right next to uh, oh, yeah next to next to the track one building I, I think it will it will be uh, more gutted and renovated from the inside mm-hmm. uh, more than um, more more than more than torn down I I think, I, th- they... I, think it, I think it qualifies and it fits the Wedgwood Houston vibe enough yes. to where it is sellable as as is as a historic. Uh, old feed and seed warehouse.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the building's going to stay. I don't think that parking lot's going to stay. Look at that. Like that is prime real estate. Yes. <laughs> in that parking lot. Yes, it,
1: it, it really is. Uh, so they say in the business journal, Uh, that, that, uh, purchase marks the latest example of the intense development interest in Wedgwood Houston, uh, an art hub full of adaptive reuse projects, bars and breweries. Also, if you listen to our, uh, Wedgwood Houston neighborhood series, you can find that on, on YouTube. Um, it's, uh, it's a quite the sandwich place. Wedgwood Houston is, is well known for their artisan sandwiches that you'll probably find the best sandwiches in that neighborhood. Um, so I actually think I, th- I think it's a really good thing that it's been bought because since the pandemic
0: It hasn't been really utilized. Yeah, it hasn't been
1: yeah. really utilized. There used to be a great sandwich place inside of there.
0: I think a I think what Wedgewood Houston needs is a steakhouse. Oh. Like uh, legitimately, Ooh. if you, if you think about it, like there's no there's Bastion, and there, there's a few really, like, higher-end restaurants in Wedgwood, Houston. Yeah. But, like, a steakhouse in one of those historic buildings, Yeah, I think that would do really well. That's because Wedgwood, Houston's been a daytime neighborhood. That's true, because it's I know, even Dis- in years past, it's been very dangerous to walk through Wedgewood, Di- Houston.
1: Disc Insider's been kind of one of the first places down there to mm-hmm. really kind of take advantage of maybe a, a night scene down there. There are a lot of cocktail places there that have come in as well but yeah i think as it develops into more of a, a nighttime scene a good steakhouse there would be would be good
0: a place that we may be seeing a steakhouse very soon is the factory in franklin and uh, this is coming from the nashville business journal and we have two new renderings of the factory in franklin And I'm super excited for this because this is going to be a lot. They they were purchased back in October, I believe. Uh, I can't remember the firm.
1: This is one of those things The Franklin, it wasn't hurting at all either. No, no, the factory was thriving. Yeah, so this is a place that was thriving, got purchased, and now it's going to be taken, would you say, I guess, to the next level.
0: I, I would say it's going to go way past the next level to, like incredible so so talk
1: about what the factory is for maybe somebody who hasn't heard of the factory in franklin
0: yeah so the factory in franklin was an old oven manufacturing plant Uh, i believe they manufactured ovens for over 35 to 40 years in this uh, facility three different companies were there and then they had all of these like warehouses space to store the ovens and then ship them out and so it's this huge thing right off of um i believe it's 96 right no that's not 96 that's uh Franklin Pike, okay, uh, right there off That's of Franklin right, Pike, yeah. and it's this huge factory. And then I think this was probably early two thousands. They converted it to like this kind of mixed use place with some businesses, some restaurants. And then in the last ten years, it's actually absolutely thrived. Uh, there's Honest Roaster Coffees down there. There's there's a blacksmith, the uh, barbershop. Tacos. There, yeah, the blacksmith barbershop. There's photo studios. There's two theaters there, and they were just recently bought by Holiday Properties. Uh, was this back in October? I think they bought this or it, f-
1: November. That sounds about right. I don't think they have the exact, uh, yeah. It, October. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this, this project will show you a rendering here in a second. Um, uh, so they, they quote Alan, uh, a render, uh, who, and we'll show a render here in a second of this facility. But, uh, uh they told the business journal that this historic site is set for 80,000 square feet of retail. Wow. Yeah which will include both long time and yet to be announced tenants, 80,000 square feet of dining. Wow. (laughs) And 80,000 square feet of office. Wow. And 30,000 square feet of event and theater space. That's still pretty cool. Wow. I'll just say it for you. (laughs)
0: Like (laughs) 80,000 square feet of retail. There, I don't, besides like maybe the Cool Springs Gall- Galleria or like Green Hills Mall, like you're not getting that much retail in a lot of spaces.
1: So the city of Franklin has already approved. These specs.
0: Yeah, they they actually are breaking ground on this rendering. We're about to show. I believe it's this week. They're breaking ground on this rendering. I
1: mean, this is just amazing. Okay, so this rendering is going to be part of because we have a few a few renderings. Uh, it's going to be part. I'll just show it right here. You can if you're if you're not watching, head to YouTube or nashville dot com to watch the YouTube video there. Uh, this is one of the larger components, which is called the Grand Hall.
0: So this uh, is if you remember, if you've been to yeah. the factory, this is where the Jennies was.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, So it's already a big open space, but looks like they're going to take that open space to the next level and take a little bit more advantage of what they have there.
0: imagine that as a steakhouse.
1: (laughs) That would be 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 incredible. That would be absolutely. And then you have private dining
0: on the sides. Like it's incredible.
1: Um, so also there's, there's another rending, rendering for, for this as well. Uh, but I'll go ahead and say one of the, the major selling points of this is outdoor amenities. And they really haven't taken advantage of that. That's and, true. And looks like they will with this uh, this, this new kind of uh, development of this. Uh, the development team's original October announcement touted plans for plazas, courtyards, alleys, and other places to gather. So here's this other rendering of kind of this grand hall that
0: they are talking about. Lots of natural light in this place. Yeah. This is gonna be fantastic. This is gonna be absolutely amazing. The factory is one of my favorite things to show off. And this was before it had all these renovations and stuff. I love showing people the factory, especially on a rainy day in Franklin. Just hanging out in the factory all day is like peaceful. Uh, I, I think that's a good way to describe the factory. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's an incredible place. If you have not been Definitely go so you can see before, and then once the renderings, not the renderings, once the construction is done, yep. then go after, and you could be like, oh, wow, they did a lot with this place. Yeah,
1: and construction's like pretty much starting right now. So make sure that you are, uh, if you've never been, go now just to take a look at it. Uh, eat, shop, do whatever you need to. Their mojos tacos is absolutely incredible there.
0: It is so good. Their hot chicken taco <laughs> is fantastic. Now we're going to make our way back into Nashville and talk about this huge development that was, it's actually crazy. Our first podcast episode of August uh, 1st of 2019 was about the Nashville Yards. We're still talking about And we're still (laughs) talking about the Nashville Yards three years later. Uh, And this is coming from the Nashville Post. So we have a rendering of this is going to be the entertainment district inside of the Nashville Yards. And currently right now, the first Amazon Tower is built. The second one is still under construction. The Grand Hyatt is there. But this rendering that we're seeing is the entertainment district In the Nashville Yards. Yeah, so this is not a new
1: rendering, but if you've never seen this from the Nashville Yards, uh, it's not talked about as much because uh, what we're going to be talking about today, permits have just now been approved for a lot of what's going in there. So we have uh, new learnings of the insides of this entertainment district. Not a total picture, but a clearer picture of what, because in the beginning of the national yards, MGM was going to be a part of it. Then during the pandemic, we learned MGM is not going to be a part of it. We, you know, with MGM, we sort of speculated, is there going to be a casino in there, um, along with a lot of other things, but now we know that's not going to necessarily happen. Um, but we, we do know about what's been approved. So we have some kind of solid points to, to talk about here. Um, so the entertainment district is, according to the National Post, to be undertaken as a joint venture between Southwest Value Partners, which they're pretty much heading over the entire entirety of the Grand Yards, the San Diego-based owner and developer of the 18-acre national yard site, that's talking about Southwest, and Los Angeles-based AEG, uh, Anschutz Entertainment Group. So the permit notes... Uh, That the entertainment component of the National Yard site will include a mixed use office building, which seems weird for an entertainment site, (laughs) an event, an event venue, two residential towers, a future building volume. uh, Those are in quotes and a below grade parking and podium structure, not below grade as in quality like. Below Below the ground. ground. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, The entertainment district will include a 4,000 capacity live uh, music venue, an eight screen cinema, food, beverage, and shopping offerings, and open spaces and plazas. Is it going to have 80,000 square feet of retail like the factory? No, I don't think so. Oh, man. That's
1: no the factory. That's incredible. Yeah. So the factory doing some some great things there. Um, But so like Stuart said, uh, an event venue, 4,000. A capacity live music venue, which is comparable to that's, that's larger uh, than the Opry.
0: Yeah. Give or take
1: larger than the Opry. It's
0: larger than the Ryman.
1: Yeah. Um. So it, one step above the Opry as far as capacity, which and I think is needed in, in
0: downtown. Oh, Absolutely hands down. and if we go back to this rendering, uh, maybe we're just they're seeing the future here, but the CMA awards maybe at this venue. Yeah, CMA yeah. stamped all. Of
1: <laughs> they're stamped all, I just, all over. I, that I thing. wonder what Th- the conversations those things are. Not are. on accidents. Yeah, never, never on accident. Um, but uh, you know, I think that the venue will be good. Um, it's it will allow those steps between um, between a show from the Ryman to a show for Bridgestone. It'll allow for those in between things. Uh, that's I think about the capacity of the full uh, Sydney Amphitheater, possibly. No,
0: I thought I. I think Ascend holds sixty five hundred. Do
1: they? I, yeah. I, I couldn't remember, but I knew it was more than the Ryman and the Opry. Um. So, so that'll be good that that is hosted there, and I think that will be able to provide a lot of things, including um, not just concerts, uh, because you don't see plays happen in the Ryman. Um. You only see plays happen in uh, T Pack, yep. which. Future, future unknown for T-Pac. That's true. Um, so this could be replacing a lot of theater as well for downtown Nashville with such a n- fancy new area. Um, so I think we'll see a lot of things there. And then an eight screen cinema. about Stuart. You're a movie goer. What are your thoughts about that?
0: Dude, I'm gonna be honest when I'm downtown Nashville and it's like hot outside and I just want to go see a movie. If it's the theater that I prefer, <laughs> I will go to that theater all the time. I mean, it, it makes sense if you're in downtown Nashville um, and you
1: don't feel like really doing anything, you can either sit at uh, a restaurant or a food hall or something like that. But then you have to kind of, kind of keep busy, yeah. Um, or, or just walk around and shop, and you can't. Yeah. you can only do that for so long. Um, and that's so, still, so the theater might, might bring a little, uh, a little break to the, uh, the hustle and bustle.
0: Yeah, and I still know the area is a free parking in downtown, so that's a good advantage for me. Um, yeah,
1: that's that's the only that's downside to uh, <laughs> to movie theaters. Most movie theaters in Nashville uh, have free parking. Have, have free parking. Yeah. Uh, so this will you might actually get good seats in the theater because there may not be as many movie moviegoers. I think it'll but take there, a little bit for people to get I adjusted think with, the, to that. with
0: the amount of residential towers going near the Nashville Yards. Uh, I believe in this rendering, it's, it is showing one of Tony's buildings. Oh, I see
1: what you're saying. I still forget that. Uh, you know, we're getting to be a bigger city and we have people who might want to walk to
0: these places. Yeah. So I I think with the amount of hotels and residential, that theater is going to be like booked all the time. Yeah. Um, The 4,000 seat theater plus the movie theater, I think both of those are going to be booked all the time because in that area, I can't remember the exact number, but I think it's 12,000 hotel rooms within a a square mile of that area. So it's just, it's crazy to think about. Um in, in this uh
1: uh Nashville Post, this this entire article is called Notes. Uh so it's kind of their update for a few development news things. That the that, that National Yards thing is first. Uh the arcade entrance ready for updates is their second uh note here in this article. According to the the uh, Nashville Post iconic downtown retail building, the arcade is prepared to see its fourth avenue and fifth avenue entrances updated
0: you remember we, we covered this about two months ago yeah. and we saw the renderings on the podcast of what that would look like
1: yeah and, and i think even before that or was it in that same episode we both kind of put our guesses into what will be kind of the new feel and the style of the arcade whether it would really stay local with the restaurants, stay local with the art and really have the same feel that it did before it got purchased yeah i or, I, or, or really pre-pandemic
0: yeah i um i think it's going to be a lot different it's already feeling a lot different walking through there because a lot of the local restaurants have been shut down because of the pandemic. Uh, And it does, it also feels different because it's still under construction uh, for the renovations. And so, um, yeah, I think it's going to be different, but I I still think there's a really cool opportunity there to really draw local traffic.
1: I think so too. Um, Yeah. It's one of those things. It's so, it's so rare. That I, I think that uh, uh, an event like that, we talked about that with the Parthenon, like that's something that we can't forget that is in our town yeah. uh, because we see it so often uh, that we we don't give it a second thought. Same with the arcade, it's it's so unique. Yes, and uh, hopefully they turn it into something amazing i'm really looking forward to that
0: Also, well, so let us know uh, what your thoughts are about this nashville development are you excited about the factory because i'm really excited about the factory It's one of my favorite places in town very very excited also we we did a couple episodes in the past about the nashville yards it's more like 15 or 20 episodes but we have two <laughs> episodes linked and then tomorrow so bro is changing it's getting one of the tallest buildings in the city of nashville
1: yeah so check out those national yards episodes episodes, to get all those details that will be in the show notes we'll go check it out right now and we'll see you tomorrow for
0: listening to nashville daily to learn more about today's episode visit Podcast.com and to stay connected head to our discord and you can find the link at Daily slash connect nashville daily is now offering tours if you'd like to take a tour of downtown nashville head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at Podcast.com.
1: nashville daily podcast is an explore.nash production copyright 2022